This is Big O, and you are now tuned into the official TRL Talks podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to TRL Talks podcast. Big O here, Oyunda here, etc. etc. Y'all know my AKs. <laughs> um, <laughs> back at it again. Happy Wednesday, per usual. Um, Happy I Wednesday. Hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are at least doing okay, keeping your heads above water. I know it's a little hard out here sometimes, but you know, we get through. I'm having an okay, mm, I'm having an okay week so far. Not bad, not exceptional or anything but like it's it's fine you know and fine sometimes is all you can really ask for i don't mind it's cool I haven't eaten breakfast so i'm a little i'm a little hangry but it's it's all right um do we need to be recording have... while you're hangry <laughs> you know i've recorded in every possible like every possible state i've recorded let me not cast myself okay. um, but I have a beautiful, beautiful guest with me today. You're the first guest I haven't called special because I, I want to start using words other than special. So I'm going to say beautiful. Aww. I have a beautiful guest with me today. She's going to go ahead and introduce her beautiful self. Hey, hey, guys. My name is Dewey Aputa, and I am a designer and stylist. Period. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and so... She's here on here today, and we're just kind of be we're just gonna be talking about just life in general. I'm yeah. really like wanting to get into um because I feel like there might be lots of similarities in like our childhoods and like how we were yes possibly raised based mm-hmm. on you know having parents that were in entertainment, it, you know in the '90s, 2000s, all of that type of stuff. So um first of all how are you feeling right now where where you at mentally girl going on with I you? have so much I have so much shit going on it's it's crazy I'm actually in the in the process of packing my my load to go back to Nigeria for a little while how long because Ooh. um probably like two to three months but okay. I just got like a crazy whatsapp message from my mother mm-hmm I think they are, I don't know what's going on in Abuja right now, but they were shooting and bombing like close to where we live. So I'm just like really skeptic. Yeah. But I was going there for like business purposes to, mm-hmm. you know, try manufacturing my things and all that stuff. So now it's just like, okay, do I have to push that back because of the yeah. things that are happening right now? So God yeah, that's, that's just, yeah, that's just where I'm at right now. Mm, that's tough. Is, um, I mean, I'm... I'm like on the fence about it because obviously safety and all of that Mm -hmm. traveling right now is even just weird in general but whatever you decide I hope you'll be safe and I'm sure I'm sure you'll be safe it's just it's just weird when when was last a little bit nerve-wracking um like three years ago for my sister's wedding so I was there for a really brief period Mm. you know so it's been a minute I I go back every year every year I'm trying to like avoid you know what I'm trying to avoid I think the reason I go back every year is that I don't want to be away 
for too long for too long and then feel like when i go back like it's like a like a not necessarily like a shock but like i don't want to necessarily feel like a fish out of water or anything mm-hmm. so i'm like okay let me just consistently like i go back every december just to like okay vibe obviously and like just make sure that you know i'm going home i'm coming back and i'm kind of like resetting that type of like yeah. headspace because, you know they refresh out from this american life honestly because this should be frustrating too understand? Like, so I, I, I know the feeling and i live in new york where it's just like uh, uh, no, have you been no. to New I've been there twice, and my my friend actually lives there. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Swiss. He yeah, models. I know Swiss. And I'm like, I don't know how you will do it. It's too rowdy for me. It's rowdy. And you know, I live in Abuja, so I can't even handle. No, you're not in Abuja, Lagos baby. You're not even from like, Lagos, yes. where it's like okay, mm-hmm, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's something similar. <laughs> you're used to. This. I like I like the calm, bro. I like the calm. Yeah, I feel you. So how do, when you go to Nigeria, do you ever do you go to Lagos? How do you feel about Lagos? Lagos is where you know everything is happening. So I need to be in Lagos to be able to you know mingle with people. Yeah, and, and like so network all that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, network. Yeah, so I need to be there. But um, for the most part, I am going to be in Abuja. But you know, I'll try and do half and half. Yeah, because Abuja so everybody have, gets equal time. I think Abuja people have very strong feelings towards Lagos, and Lagos people have very strong feelings towards Abuja. Sure. I, I mean, I haven't been to Abuja as like an adult. I used to go there a lot when I was like eight, a kid mm-hmm. because I have like cousins there and stuff like that. But like, I just feel like again between living in Lagos all my life and then living in New York for ten years, I don't know. I'm used to the road. Yeah, oh you know, I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here. Like. I'm I'm I don't know why I thought you lived in Houston actually no I go to Houston a lot because I really like Houston and I have family there so like I'll go and spend like summer like this past summer I was there for two months or like you know I'll just go back and forth and stuff like that but like even when I'm in Houston as much as I like it there I'm also like um y'all are a little different out here like I'll go to parties and be like oh oh my god like right or like with people like picking up like saying hi to me like at like the store like trying to like start friendly small talk I'm like the hell like can we New York is a little bit fast faster pace yeah like everybody's (laughs) nobody cares how your day is right so like now I'm just like why are you asking me that like now I'm skeptical when people are just trying to be friendly I'm like okay (laughs) stay away from me I'm not used to like the slow type moving life which is why I'm like I I would want to visit Abuja now just to like see like what the vibes are like but like could I live there yeah Abuja is vibes but for business purposes if you're trying to be in the entertainment industry Industry, definitely move out to work for sure for sure Mm -hmm. that makes sense so you grew up in a creative household obviously and Mm -hmm. I believe your your mom is a designer your dad obviously entertainer so what was what was like your like childhood like what was your upbringing like it's it's actually funny that we're having this discussion because I was gonna hit you up and say I want to talk about this right because we I'm like somebody somebody has to understand you know what is so crazy and this is something that I I just realized last year right you see how like in western culture like in America like celebrity culture is almost so that like celebrity quote-unquote 
like celebrity kids or like people in the entertainment industry like their kids kind of have like a network do you get where like mm-hmm. they know of each other they go to the same parties they go to the same places or whatever and it's kind of like growing up I didn't have any friends who like had similar like mm-hmm. like childhoods as me or like similar parents that did similar things I was kind of always the odd one out and like in the last maybe like two years I've like gotten to know people and like I I literally just recorded an episode with another girl and she, her dad, New York, oh, yeah and her dad and my dad worked together consistently for like two decades we never wow. met we never had a conversation we never like nothing until like I hit her up to be on my podcast and I'm just like it makes no sense how like none of us even like have any type of network because it can feel a little isolating right definitely but like what what was that like for you what what was your growing up was very was a little bit tough for Mm -hmm. me especially because I don't know if you remember Bagada where our house used to be yeah Okay, and my school was like literally a stone show. Mm-hmm. So, being that close and having to go to boarding school and being judged consistently, yeah, it just felt like people weren't really interested to interested in getting to know me mm-hmm. because I was already prejudged. Yeah, so I pretty much really didn't have any friends growing up. I was very isolated. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start like coming out of my shell because of that, um, I guess, backlash that I got yeah. from who, you know, my family was. Um, I didn't start making friends till like college, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that was what, like six years ago? That's tough. <laughs> so, yeah. That's tough. And I'm really it sorry. Was, it was tough. It's ridiculous. And, you know, the thing is that like, and I think this is probably where things might differ because I had. I don't want to say like I also kind of felt isolated I mean I had friends Mm -hmm. but then that whole like prejudgment was very much there and I Mm -hmm. just recorded with my dad as well and he was saying how like that was a big worry for him like when I was old enough and like going to school and stuff like that like yeah how would you mingle with yeah and then Mm -hmm. he was even like even beyond that he was he, he was very he felt very anxious because he felt like if anything happened with me where I didn't do the best or I didn't do well, or I made mistakes that kids would make, people would try to make it seem that it's because Mm -hmm. I had a parent that did something quote unquote untraditional Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm, whatever the case might mm -hmm. be. And that did end up happening. Like if I would like other people got to just not do well on a test or whatever, or like, Oh, they didn't do, they or they got in trouble or whatever. But if what I got in trouble, point the finger, girl. If I got in trouble, it was like, oh, your head, not see her dad. You see, not see this. Or like my mm-hmm. mom, my mom, she would come to school, and my mom had long dreads that were all different colors and all of these types of things. And so it was very much this branding of like being eccentric. And I'm sure that was even to the next level for you guys because you and I think your dad next, very much next, pioneered next pioneered <laughs> this like this level of self-expression that no one mm-hmm. else was doing at the time you know what I mean so and like at a very different time where now it's like okay maybe a little more mainstream it wasn't at the time so I I, I can imagine that was like a little like very tough for you for sure yeah yeah I, I feel like that kind of you know fucked with my sorry for cursing <laughs> fucked with my Fuck mental health too. a little 
mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not really, you know, it's, it's something that I have to work through and I'm still working still through. Still working because, um, Yeah, that kind of affected me like socially. I'm, I'm a very antisocial person. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to mingle a lot, but because I am trying to pursue a career in, you know, the entertainment sector, I have yeah. to. Yeah, I have to mingle. To kind of put yourself out there. Oh my gosh, I relate to that so much because, like, even like with doing this podcast and like getting guests on, like, I have to like message people I've never spoken to before and like put myself out there. And it's fucking. And that's part. It's part of growth. That's why I keep telling myself. It's pushed me to grow for sure because I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh wow, you can actually like, you know, do all of these things. I don't necessarily like. I'm introverted. I love to have conversations with people. Like when we actually get into conversation, like I like that. It's my comfort zone or whatever. But like initiating things and like meeting people for the first time and being in social situations is just like extremely stressful for me. And I never necessarily even really thought that it might have come from how I was like just like my child. Now that I'm thinking about it, it very much could it does, yeah. It does have a a little part to play in it. Have you had like have you had like any conversations with your parents about like how you felt growing up? Have you guys like not not in depth to be honest Mm -hmm. not in depth I I hope that's a conversation that would happen eventually you know um I and my parents had somewhat of a falling out after I came out Mm -hmm. we're on better terms now and you know we're we're working towards solidifying our relationship but you know there's there's still a bit of work to be done Mm -hmm. I can imagine fair enough I mean and it's a process as well so it's like at least yeah, I'm just trying to be patient with them as well mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's difficult I was thinking about just this whole thing of like the children having to also develop like growing up and and having this realization that like your parents are like human beings that you mm-hmm. you now mm-hmm. also have the responsibility of kind of adjusting to them when you kind of grew up and you're like I'm the child here you're the one that's supposed to have patience for me you're the one that's supposed right, to be gracious right. towards me like you're raising me I'm not raising you and then being an adult and realizing these people are actually just human beings and like we, might not, we might not be aligning but like mm-hmm. I have to like be gracious enough to like give you time and like it's a difficult thing to come to terms with like I definitely it took me a while to it really get, is. but like especially with my mom like even just like a couple years ago like when I I like was now in my 20s and I'm like really just seeing my mom outside of being a mother like she's literally just like a woman the same way I am and I'm like wow that really changes my perspective on things because now I'm starting to like view things from her perspective and being like okay this might be why you you reacted in this way and like maybe I can identify with some of these struggles that you're going through but it's difficult to get to that point to be honest especially when you expect things out of your parents and they don't give you those things and it's just like now I have to what's like I have to be empathetic it's it's a bit much but I I guess I'm I'm kind of learning to take what I'm supposed to take from them Mm -hmm. as far as you know whatever knowledge you're giving me and get the rest from elsewhere elsewhere true you know because you you make your own family to be honest so yeah that's that's how I'm trying to just look at the situation Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like aside from like you know the social aspect of it and all those types of things how much of 
how much of your upbringing do you think is responsible for just your your sense of my self being or like just your being and like who you are your self-expression your interest in fashion all of those types of things um I would say it's, it's kind of 50-50. Mm-hmm. I played a 50-50 part in my upbringing. As far as, I, I can't say I got myself, my dad, mm-hmm. even though we're two opposites um, personality-wise. Really I wonder what he's like, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, like he, can, he, can, he can be sweet. Let me, let me not pay him to be yeah. his bad guy. He can be sweet. He can be sweet. You know, he's, he's very soft-spoken when he wants to be, but he's mm-hmm. also very stubborn. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we clash mm. because I am a stubborn too. Mm. Okay. So it's like two people that. trying to get their points across. I'm like saying one thing, he's saying another thing. Yeah. But um, like you said, it's just it's just an understanding. Because and Even as an outsider, right? And just like being a mm-hmm. fan and like being this little like alternative teenage girl who was like I just felt like nothing in like Nigerian popular culture was necessarily reflecting like who I was Mm -hmm. and like the things that like I liked and stuff like that and then having to look for all of these western influences and all these types of things and then seeing someone like your dad is like oh shit like that means that there's people in our own community that like are like that you know what I mean and like like exactly. things that I like and would want to like explore the things that I would want to explore and I'm like okay that it was like a realization for sure and like at the time I didn't necessarily deep it but like I was just thinking even in preparing for this whole like episode and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. he that was that's why I'm like what is he like because no one necessarily even really knows like they know his persona but like you don't know him you know what I mean I feel like he's He's been in that persona for a very long time. For a very long time. So that's him for sure. But he definitely has another side to him, which is the, you know, sensitive. He's very, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. And he can be very soft-spoken. That's the side that I prefer, honestly. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, but... And then um, the stubbornness yeah. is like, no. And the I, stubbornness get, I get to be like, stubborn. Where? <laughs> And just give him space when he's on his <laughs> his own shit. But yeah, we're we're in a much better place right now, and I'm 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 glad because I'm just in a place where I'm trying to elevate in my career and just self growth. Mm-hmm. And I'm just tired of holding on to holding on to know, certain things. It's just it weighs you down. I don't want to it be does. angry anymore. I don't want to have any resentment towards anybody. I'm just, you know, in a place where I just want peace. Yeah, and just so, want to grow. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel you, and I and I hope that that I hope that that happens for you because it, having it's happening. It's, it's so happening much. Slowly. Don't you so much responsibility, like being an adult and having to, you didn't even necessarily. You're not even necessarily <laughs> responsible for any like the trauma that you've been through or like any of the things that you've been through that have impacted you were not necessarily your fault Mm -hmm. however like unlearning and letting things go and like growing and like all of these type of things have to now be your responsibility because you want to be a functional adult because you want to move forward and i'm just trying to understand this part of the process it is yeah yeah this is just life it is. And the cards that I was dealt with. So I just need to be optimistic and mm-hmm. keep it moving. 
and I think you're gonna do great because I I think it's yeah. it's a lot to even get to the point where you're ready to like holding on to holding on to certain things to some extent can be so, a sort of like defense mechanism or like a coping mechanism or whatever it takes a yeah. lot to even get to the point where you're like okay I know how I feel about a b c or d but I, I really do want to let it go and I think that letting it go is going to allow me to grow like to grow from it and actually do something that I would be proud of for right. myself so I respect that you've gotten to that point and that's really that's really like the majority of the work you know what I mean and everything after that point is going to be informed by the fact that you are at least open you know definitely just this quarantine has helped me self-reflect by hey, force self-reflection so, <laughs> to the max like up until the point where i'm like listen i don't want to reflect any reflect again like it's actually enough and it was like never and so many bruh the way things like 2020 scattered my when i say scattered my life like my reality just like fully shifted i was in a whole like relationship that just like was like wait no 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 this kind of where am i like i fully had like a where am i moment like how those white women on tv have where it's just like no this is not my life i have to run away it was crazy so i feel you on that like i feel like the level of self-reflection i've ruined on that i'm i'm tired like, for two years <laughs> <laughs> So, like, obviously, growing up Nigerian, right, there's, and I'm sure you've experienced this firsthand, where, like, our society kind of has this little bit of an obsession with, like, conformity, which is weird because there's so much creativity that comes out of being Nigerian. This is weird. And just our culture in general. So how do you feel like you've been able to kind of step out of that kind of, even if you... I might have never even been in there but like step out of that like conformist mindset and like just owning your own like self-expression and like just who you want it to be especially like being part of the lgbtq community mm-hmm. being quote-unquote alternative all of these types of things like how what what's your journey been like I, even when i was younger I, i've always had like a fucked mindset i'm mindset. going to do what same, i want to do same. you know I don't really care about the judgment. I'm like, I've been getting this judgmental judgment comments since yeah. John. So even though I was a fucking nun, they were still fuck shit. So yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just like, it's it's about my happiness and this is my life. Yeah. And whoever doesn't like it can just not, not, not tune in. You like, know, it's I, not by force. I started out like that, right? I think that was how I was when I was younger. And then in my late teens to like super early 20s, maybe like 21, 22, I developed this need to kind of like blend in. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because I left home and like I left like, you know, my network and I I went, I was in a whole different country and I just kind of wanted to, I don't know, like just wanted to just have like an easy experience and all of these yeah, maybe it was probably the culture shock between movies yeah. here also, you know? all of my i think that one thing that i'm trying to reconcile with and i'm also talking to my friends about it more because it's it's, it's, a, it's something that like to some extent i held a little bit of resentments in my heart about it but like mm-hmm. it wasn't anybody's fault i think that all of my friends like i was saying this yesterday 
maybe like 90% of my friends are straight women and are straight women in a very specific way do you get what I mean and so I wasn't necessarily like like obviously we have our similarities we're friends but like Mm -hmm. in terms of just the ways that I thought and like my value system my beliefs who I was there just wasn't I was kind of like the odd one out like the token token Mm -hmm. the token eccentric eccentric free-spirited <laughs> friends that's how it would be described right and I, I resented that because I'm like I didn't want to like I felt like it almost came with like now if someone calls me free-spirited I'm like yeah I am but at the time like I almost felt like it came with like a negative kind of connotation like are you, calling, are you calling me a free spirit because you think I'm weird or are you calling me a free spirit because it's almost kind of like you know I like when, I don't you, know, like, when you, you know like when you wear something and somebody is like oh like that's really like nice for you like I would I could never wear that but and like but it looks now now I'm like yeah you yeah. could never wear this but like at the time <laughs> I'm like oh my god like what does that mean like oh my and so I found myself subconsciously like adjusting and like trying to fit in more and all of these types of things and I think that's what contributed to like me having that moment where I was like right. oh my god no 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 no. like who even who even is this girl but it's good that I think that also because of the fact that you did grow up having this like constant type of like scrutiny and like judgment and othering it definitely like sparks this kind of like okay well fuck you if you're gonna talk anyway I might as well just do like that I want to do so like as a creator now like how do you what's your journey as like a creative been like and all of the things that you've been trying to do and like huh. how have it's you been, how, how have you found it to be girl it's, it's, it's been a journey I, I won't lie to you because um after college I moved back home I had a phone out with my parents I moved back to Atlanta and when, when, did, you, when, did, you, when did you graduate here, college uh I think 2016 okay I finished yeah so I moved back here with zero dollars, mm-hmm. not knowing what the hell I was going to do. So I was like, okay, I have to get a job since, you know, I'm not necessarily speaking to my parents now. Nobody's helping. I got a job in um, property management and mm-hmm. I had to literally juggle working a full-time nine-to-five and still creating content. So Yeah. Which is impossible because I know you're going to school right now and yeah. you're still creating. So I'm going to school. Imagine I'm working time and I'm creating. Mm-hmm. Girl. It gets crazy. Girl. It's actually like... sad because I'm like, I'm literally on a computer from like nine in the morning to 9.30 at night when I finish class. And then at 9.30, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? Like, what am I, what's in, pro- what's in progress right now? What can I create at this time? What can I do with my weekend? It's crazy. So yeah, I feel you. Continue. Yeah, you, you have to really manage your time and sometimes honestly I just don't feel like it after being at work for eight hours so I feel like my craft you know definitely suffers, suffers for an excellent yeah mm-hmm. suffers for it because yeah I do want to be able to create full time so I had to save up to this moment which so, is yeah. now presently and honestly one thing I don't do is acknowledge my growth <laughs> Mm-hmm. which I need to start doing more. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I'm literally at the point where, you know, it's time I've saved up, I've done the grunt work and it's time to just do me 100%. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. So that's, that's the purpose of, you know, going back home for that Mm. extended time yeah and being able to come back and just you know do my own thing 100% and just go for it so yeah, yeah I feel been a journey mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot to even get to the point where you feel like you're actually ready and so for that reason I would say like don't even push it just go for it especially like because right. anything can like you don't want anything like you don't want second thoughts to start coming up or anything like that you don't want to like like, don't postpone your greatness, if that makes sense. Because, right. like, I think that... Because I have been. <laughs> I have yeah, been. like, don't postpone You know what you know you have been? Mm-mm. Don't postpone your greatness any longer. And I, I genuinely believe in you. Like, I admire you a lot, for real, for real. Oh, thank like, you, darling. This is not even me. Like, I admire you a lot because it's very... I think that I can see or I can sense, even with, like, knowing you the little bit that I know you, Mm-hmm. I can sense that it, you've had a difficult road you get and like so just from that perspective I'm like I'm rooting for you especially like with the with the similarities and like our upbringing and like things that you must have gone through and all those types of things like I just feel like right. if it's time it's time you know what I mean like just just go for and it let's talk about how people how people can be so expectant because they see that you come from a certain family they just expect mm-hmm everything to be handed to you on a, a fucking silver platter and i'm like nigga i'm over here people in my dms asking me for money busting my ass people in my dms asking me for money every other day i'm like nigga i'm over here like you going to walk from the for from the eight to nine time, for the longest time i very much hid like it's not like i was necessarily hiding it or anything but i but that's not the first thing Mm-mm. i was definitely like intentionally just kind of like scaling over like never mm-hmm. never met people who know me for years and they'd be like you never ever said anything about this like what so I actually didn't know myself so like you actually posted something I was like oh okay makes yeah sense like now some mm-hmm. I think some person that I was talking to or whatever um and this is well into like talking to this person and I posted something I think I don't know if it was my dad's birthday or we I don't know what it was and they were like, wait, what? How many times have you brought your dad up and you're just like talking the same way anybody? I'm like, yeah, because for the longest time, again, because of like my secondary school experience, like even teachers were so weird, weird. Bruh, I said the whole stuff from the goddamn cooks to the driver. I don't think, I don't think anybody was necessarily thinking what was going on. Like they were so, <laughs> it would go like, it was literally like, two parallels of like either kissing ass like crazy or like pointing fingers at me and saying oh because this and that oh because this hair didn't you see her mom didn't see her mom when she came did you see her mom's hair ah that her dad is even oh that this oh he's probably always in the club oh he's probably I'm just like honestly I don't get Nigerian's mentality man I I don't damn I am a child like have you guys forgotten that I'm a child it's ridiculous so it's just kind of like because of that, I always kind of like skate over it and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not volunteering any information and I don't necessarily mm-hmm. live any type of like lifestyle where like anybody would have any inkling that, oh, I have any type of background or whatever. Like I'll be very, mm-hmm. to be honest, my family is very normal. So it's like, there's nothing that I have to like be like, oh, this baby is 
coming from anywhere so I just don't see anything and I think that also my parents my dad especially did a lot to kind of like shield us so he he was very much like absolutely nobody penetrating like the four walls of our family Mm -hmm. nobody needed to know any of us they didn't need to see us any type of thing I I I typically don't hear about him so it's like about music yeah exactly work that he's doing yeah that's very much not like he doesn't like any of his personal business anywhere like anywhere so it's kind of like I grew up so like I never had the the it was it wasn't second nature for me to even volunteer any information or say anything about anything and like but now I'm on I don't know I'm kind of on a different side of it where it's like I was saying, oh, I really don't want people to know because I don't want anybody attributing my success or like any of the work that I do or anything or like mm-hmm. diminishing anything that I might be trying to do and saying, oh, it's because this or that. Right. But then I'm like, am I also not going to tap into the resources and the network that I potentially mm-hmm. already have because of that? Like, mm-hmm. am I going to like, so that's why I'm like telling you like, ignore that I feel like you know what you're capable of yeah you know how much hard work you've put into it but if there is any because see Nigeria is difficult as it is she gets if there's anything that you can possibly use obviously do the work and like put your head down and like you know the same attitude that you have towards your work right now is what you should keep but I will say, if there's anything that could possibly make it easier for you, take advantage of it. Right. Say there's a good balance, you know. And like, obviously, I think that with the hyper visibility of people knowing who your dad is and all these type of things, and you can't, you have a following on social media, to be honest. So it's like, there's no, you you can't kind of be incognito. Do you get? It's like just do you this life chose me yeah there's nothing you can do about (laughs) it like you can't shed the skin so like just do you and let your work speak for you and if anybody has anything to say that like you said it's kind of like it's their business really because you know what it is you know and the people that care about you and care about the work that you do and like want to work with you that's that's going to be that you'll be fine you know what i mean I've learned how to tune out the negativity, so Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm on a very good track right now, and and honestly, nothing can fuck that up, so. Period, exactly, don't go to Vegas, go to Vegas, yeah, go to Nigeria, and are you going to be there by December? Are you? Yeah, I am. So, yeah, yeah, I will be, I will be December. All right, we'll we'll link, we'll link. Turn up for sure. We'll link, don't worry. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you opening up to me for sure. And I, I, I admire your growth a lot. And I think that there's so much that you can do. And like, there's a lot of us that are very much inspired by you and just like you existing and all this. So it's going to be okay. And I think that after you go and you come back, you're going to be really proud of the leap that you took. And you should give yourself credit for it at that point when it happens. Okay? Yes, it's been a long time coming. This was very therapeutic for me. I didn't think I was going to enjoy this as much, but... That's what I was telling you. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Like, I, this is 
typically how I like run like my episodes I don't like for shit to be like formal or like by any Mm -hmm. like script or anything like the whole like mission is for people to just come on and just have like a cathartic experience and just express themselves because I find that the reason people listen is not necessarily because they want to hear any Q and A question and answer type of vibe or this and that. They just want to kind of know like, okay, who is this person? Like, right. and like figure out how to like connect with people as like human beings, you know, beyond even the work that you're doing or anything like that. And then that informs them being like, oh, now I want to go see like what, what else you have going on because like I've gotten to know you on a more like intimate level, you know? Mm-hmm yeah definitely it seems like i'll be returning when i get back you exactly um let the people know where they can find you on like social media and all those type of things and what you do all right uh like i said i into fashion uh designing and styling and my social media my twitter and my instagram is pretty much the same thing it is dewey aputa that's d-e-w-y-o-p-u-t-a Go follow her, guys, and yeah. interact with her shit. She's really good. Um, until next time, I mean, y'all know me, Big O. Follow me on... I'm not even going to be... Don't follow me on my <laughs> private pages, child. Don't follow, <laughs> don't follow me on my private pages. Go follow me on TRL Talks Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That's all y'all need to be following me on. But, you know, if you're nosy or whatever and you want to see where I'd be at and all those type of things, you can follow me at Oindamu. Now that my socials are my government name, I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. I really don't know how to feel. Like, it was such... I had, like, a full-on, like, anxiety attack. I'm just like, wow. I feel naked. Like, anybody that knows my name now can just find me. And it was true for me because... When I was like 19, I ended up on this. I ended up on Daikeji. I don't know. One of her bots went oh and just took screenshots of every single picture that I had on my Instagram at the time. They posted it, posted where I went to school, all of these things. And they were like, Oh, you went to school? That could yeah, be dangerous. Like, posted where I went to school, all of these type of things. And like the comments, when I tell you Nigerians are crazy people listen i didn't even read comments i didn't look at that shit bro. i don't i was 19 at you i woke up i woke up my phone was blowing up people are like bro have you seen this have you seen this screenshots people were talking about how i had slept with this person and i had done this and oh my boobs are sagging and i'm like bro i'm literally a teenager what is going on right now I'm like, do these people have no integrity to just put a child on blast on the internet like that? So like now I'm just like, but again, now I'm an adult and like I feel like I know how to handle myself better. So it's fine. And I can I can have my name on my socials. Right. Okay. All right. I had fun. Bye. Bye. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you, Hans. Bye.